What you are about to hear is a labor of love, our love is for the music, and the music is for the people. We at Rockstrikes10 and cnjradio.com have always recommended that any music we promote on our shows be legally purchased, downloaded, or streamed. We feel this way not only for our network of shows, but for all music-based shows. By supporting the artist in this way, more music can be created and the industry as a whole can prosper. The music is owned by their respective labels or hopefully by the artists themselves. This broadcast is owned by cnjradio.com. Our only mission is to promote the music we love and promote the legal purchase of it. Enjoy the show and turn it up. Welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com. All right, we kicked off the show today with uh, another cover performed by Anthrax. Kind of a half cover once again, because some of the principal players of the original were involved there. I always love when some of the original people show up for the cover. That's great. 
But yeah, that was Lover All I Can, originally a Kiss song. You could definitely hear Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley on there sharing vocals with the guys in Anthrax doing the harmony part on there. So great. Just a really cool song for Anthrax to pick. You know, maybe lyrically it doesn't fit the band so much, but the damn music on that is perfect for Anthrax. So another one of my favorite Anthrax covers right there. Not included on the remaster for Sound of White Noise where it had some of the cool cover songs in there. And there were definitely some cool cover songs on the remaster with the bonus tracks. They did the Smiths London, which improved that song by a mile because I'm not even remotely a Smiths fan. But also Off Eater Zane by Cheap Trick, Cowboy Song by Thin Lizzy. It's a lot of fun stuff done there during the Sound of White Noise sessions. Uh, so that, that's a fitting opening right there because we are going to do the top five. We already have been through the first six studio albums here for Anthrax. I've ranked them. I've done them in order. We're getting to number five right here. And it's fitting, once again, that I include that cover at the top of the show because the next album we're going to talk about is Sound of White Noise. Probably as I did for the Among the Living entry, that's probably going to garner a little bit of hate thinking, oh my god, Sound of White Noise is number five in your overall Anthrax list. How dare you? That being said, I really, really enjoy Sound of White Noise. I think it's a law record. It actually ranked at 95. So, yeah, I mean, it's a great album. It's just because Anthrax is so damn good, even an album that gets 95 points from me is going to be their fifth best. Sorry, but not sorry at the same time because they're just killing it here. They're hauling it. So yeah, I could play anything off Sound of White Noise. It's a damn near perfect album. I think I'm going to keep it brief here. There's so many long songs on that album too. It's like a it's like a weird mix. Like There's a handful of real quick burners and some really long songs. I'm going to go with one of the quick burners right here. This one doesn't get talked about too much. And I always really like this song. It's a big highlight of the second half of the album. So here you go. To represent Sound of White Noise, this is Burst.
the aptly titled Burst right there from Anthrax off of the Sound of White Noise record. Great stuff right there. Before we get to number four, I'm going to kind of do this for the most part until we get to the top two because I don't want to leave you in suspense at the very end of the show. We've got to do five studio albums, so that means we've got to have five odds and ends. We've already done one on this show. We're going to get into another one right here. And as you can tell, I'm trying to tie them into the album that was released on this list You know, because there's always something going on between albums for Anthrax. So... Uh, a big coup for the band was getting on the Last Action Hero soundtrack, despite the fact that the movie didn't do that well critically. Uh, you know, really are financially successful, even though it was written by one of my favorite movie writer guys of all time and directors, Shane Black. A guy is a, a damn near genius. I say damn near because Last Action Hero is kind of one of his only missteps. But look up his, the rest of his stuff. The guy is killer. Anyway, getting back to the music of Last Action Hero... There was a lot of killer bands on that soundtrack. You know it. You have it. Uh, Anthrax comes in. Uh, I remember having the cassette of this. And they come in at the last song on side one right here with another long, epic Anthrax song right here. But it's great. I love the build-up to the whole thing. So to me, it's a well-arranged song. And, you know, maybe the reason it didn't go on Sound of White Noise is because of the fact that, it, you know, it's it was a little long, I guess. I don't know. But really works here on its own as a soundtrack cut. So I figured I'd play it. It belongs on an Anthrax special. Here's Poison My Eyes.
right, there you go. Poison My Eyes from Anthrax from the last Action Hero soundtrack. Hope you enjoyed that. And much like on the Thousand Points of Hate song from Sound of White Noise, there was some uh, extra guest DJ scratching there by Terminator X, who you should know that name because he only performs and is name-checked in Bring the Noise, whether it's the PE version or the PE Anthrax version. He's on both. So there you go. The great Terminator X, one of the great DJs of all time. Kicking in there at the beginning of Poison My Eyes. And uh, yeah, so I guess they brought him in for a day and he did a couple of scratches on a couple of songs. So I dig that. I like those kind of cameos. Moving on to number four right here. Super great album here. And it's one of those things that I truly believe that this album really got missed by so many people. There's a bunch of factors involved in why people didn't hear this record so much. One of them is just that it followed uh, one of their worst records. And secondly, it definitely seemed to be some terrible representation going on with the band whether it's management, if they even had any at this time, and the fact that they were on like a super small label by, you know, a band of their stature's standards. Uh, but it's really unfortunate because Volume 8, The Threat is Real, is a killer, killer record. came out in 1998, and actually it's, it's a longer album than Sound of White Noise, which uh, kind of garnered it a slightly lower score in the overall point system. I actually gave this album 91 points. But in my overall enjoyment of the two records, I enjoy Volume 8 more. I think it's a little bit better of a record, honestly. Uh, I just think it needs a lot of love. And if you're a fan of this band and you don't have this album, then you're not as big of a fan as you think you are, I guess. I don't know. But, man, you ought to get it. It's so damn good. You can definitely feel there's even more of the Pantera groove influence in there, but it doesn't hurt their overall sound or the record whatsoever. It actually probably adds to it a little bit doesn't hurt the fact that Dimebag actually plays a couple of solos on the album, which he did also on Stomp 442, but, you know, nothing could really help that record. But it really enhances Volume 8 even more to a level even higher. So, yeah, get it, get it, get it. Uh, the proof positive right here. I don't think I could do a better representation of this album as a whole than just the opening track. It's a scorcher. This is Crush.
Okay, Crush by Anthrax right there. The opening track off of the great Volume 8, The Threat Is Real record. Go get that record. There's not much more I could say. Just get it, get it, get it. Uh, if you can find the expanded version, that's pretty cool. There's a B-side on there, a couple of covers. One of them being uh, Radiohead's The Bends on there, which still actually fits somehow in the whole realm of Anthrax. Pretty great. All right, before we get to number three, I got another odd end to play for you. I'm just going to tease you the whole episode with this list. But, once again, they have so many great odds and ends. This one right here, very befitting. One of the greatest bands from the East Coast paying tribute to one of the other great bands from the East Coast. It made sense. Uh, Yeah, so on the Twisted Forever tribute album to Twisted Sister, of course you had to include Anthrax. And uh, definitely one of the stronger tracks on the album, for sure, is this one right here, covering a song from their debut album, Under the Blade. This is Anthrax's take on Twisted Sister's classic, Destroyer.
I don't think you can make that song any more sludgier, if that's even the right term, or crunchier or heavier, but Anthrax pulled it off somehow. I don't think it's better than the original, but it's definitely heavier, if that makes sense. So there you go. The slowest Twisted Sister song being heard by Anthrax right there. Destroyer. I still love it, though. So, yeah. Moving on here. Number three. Yeah, and there's such high watermarks. Such great quality records. Once again, I can't say it enough. Pretty much the top nine Anthrax albums on my list are all well worth getting. This one right here was their first great record. Came out in 1985. Talking about spreading the disease. Joey Belladonna's first full-length album with Anthrax. This thing still smokes, and I like it a lot better overall than Among the Living. There I said it. I said it in comment boards, and, you know, I, I expect to get trashed every time I say that, but I don't really feel the hate, you know, of me stating this opinion, which is pretty crazy in the metal community. However, it's just a better record. I Maybe it's the fact that I don't feel like most of the material in here is so overplayed. I mean, Madhouse is pretty overplayed, but really nothing on the rest of the album. They don't even play Armed and Dangerous too much live anymore, so they really should pay attention to more of this album. If they played more Medusa and more of this song I'm about to play for you, oh, it'd be so great. AIR is a great song, too. I struggled, really, to you know make the choice to represent Spraying the Disease. It's such a great, great record. Once again, coming in with 94 points. Yeah, actually one point lower overall than Sound of White Noise, but I just like this album better. has less songs on it, so the scoring system gets a little weird for that. Uh, but that all being said, can't go wrong with anything off of Spreading the Disease. Further proof right here, probably my favorite song on the album if I had to pick one. If I was forced to, it's this one, The Enemy.
right. Yes, the enemy from Anthrax from Spreading the Disease. Such a great song. And such a great, great freaking record, man. So goddamn good. Uh, top 10 metal albums of the 80s right there, by far. Okay, so this one right here. This is the one I teased at the end of part one where I said, I guarantee you probably never heard this. It was like a 1% chance that someone out there has, or is at least aware of it. Uh, but around the time that Anthrax did I'm the Man, which I can't believe I didn't play that song on here. That's the song that kind of made me a fan of the band, so shame on me. But you've, you've heard I'm the Man. It's, you know, it's great. Exactly the track I was ready for. I just bought License to Ill a few months before it came out, and I heard it on Key Rock on this AM metal station in Abilene fell in love with the band just based on that and then i saw indians a few months later and just i was sold uh but around the same time uh before anthrax ever recorded the duet with public enemy bring the noise in 1991 around the same time in 1987 when they had i'm the man out they were i don't, I don't know how this happened but they wound up doing a duet with another rap act years before public enemy and it's this uh, great old-school act from the 80s, UTFO. Uh, definitely a band you should look up if you haven't listened to their stuff. Definitely a great representative of the quote-unquote old-school right here. But yes, Anthrax did a single with UTFO, and it's a you know metal-rap hybrid right here. The song is called Lethal, and I thank you so much to the YouTuber who put this up on YouTube because I don't have a good vinyl thing of this. I actually do own the 12-inch of this, if I can brag a little bit. Uh, but I didn't have the means to transfer vinyl right now. I, I don't have a, a good transfer right now. So thank you to the person who put this on YouTube so I could share it with the people and friends of the show here. A song you may never even knew existed until today. Here's UTFO with Anthrax. And this is Lethal. Yeah. 
That was Lethal by UTFO with Anthrax. And the thing that makes that track especially interesting, not just because it's, I guess, the second, maybe, foray into rap metal that Anthrax did, but, you know, as you probably could realize, just listening as a fan to the Bring the Noise duet, is that, and even when you see the video, it's like, Joey Belladonna has, like, no involvement in those rap tracks that they did in 91, including the I'm the Man remake. Uh, you know, it seemed like he was probably checked out by then. Uh, but in this one, Joey is like the main representative for Anthrax on here. You could probably definitely hear some Scott guitar in that track for sure. That's got to be him. Maybe Dan. Who knows? But Joey definitely singing on that track. That's the only time that he really took part uh, overtly and vocally, you know, on one of those, you know, rap metal hybrids that they would do. So I thought that was super interesting, even if maybe you didn't like the song that much. It's definitely something that's noteworthy in their history that for some reason never gets talked about. I can't, like, in all the years, whenever they were doing all the hype for Bring the Noise, they, sh they should have been like, dude, we did a track with UTFO four years ago and nobody cared. So weird. Okay, anyway, we've got three more songs to play, but only two more albums to talk about. So I kind of fucked up right there. Joey fucked up, all right? Wait, Joey fucked up, so I hear everybody say, Joey fucked up. One more time. 
Uh, but yeah, I should probably play I'm the Man, but I'm not. I'm going to play this one right here. I had mentioned on part one that during the Stomp 442 sessions, Anthrax had recorded a police cover for No Time This Time with Frank Bellow singing. Well, a few years later, around 2003, something like that, they actually recorded this for a B-side, yet another police cover, and we got Frank Bellow singing on it. So I wanted to give some love, some extra love to Frank Bellow, one of the great bass players of all time. One of the most manic bass players of all time, too. He's so fun to watch live. Uh, so here you go. Take over the vocals here, Frank. This is Anthrax doing Next to You. fun right there with the police is next to you that was anthrax of course with frank bellow on lead vocals love frankie we all love frankie okay let's get to it let's get to the top two albums right here and in my opinion these are the two best anthrax albums and i didn't even do it this way on purpose but i really like the way this turned out because i do have an equal love for both the John Bush albums and the Joey Belladonna albums. I've actually seen them live now just slightly more with Joey than John, but it was so fun going to those John Bush shows. I just had a blast. And I saw them on this tour here for the number two album, which, goddamn, I, I will say, I'm going to have to qualify this a little bit. In the point system and in my heart, this is tied for first. These top two are the two best Anthrax albums. I'm going to do the thing where I take the company line here and have that, you know, position them in the way that they're positioned. But just as easily the best album as it is second place here on the list is We've Come For You All. This is such an amazing record. I can pick this album up at any time and I enjoy it top to bottom. It's 100 points. It's a perfect album. 
Can't say that much more uh, and give a ring endorsement for an album than that. We've come for you all. Get it. I could play anything off of it. I know I say that a lot, but I definitely could have played anything off of this. But I'm going to go with this one for right now. I don't think I've ever played this song on the show. And it's uh, any of these songs are new to most people. Sadly, they haven't heard it. It's a shame. But you need to get this record. So from We've Come For You All, this is Any Place But Here.
any place but here. Yes. I uh, hope you're not any place but here. I hope you're right here along with me. If you can hear my voice, of course you are. But there you go. Anthrax with any place but here off of the amazingly excellent, perfect, we've come for you all record. Oh, man. So if you're actually keeping track and you're scratching off, you know, the names of the albums on your list right there, making your own to criticize my list later, then you already know what number one is. But I'm going to tell you anyway, and of course, I'm going to play you a song from it. Once again, I could have played any song off of it. You know, and I'll say, like, it's been a real joy going through this catalog. Uh, I've been actually out doing the thing, been walking like a few miles every day, uh, long enough to where I can listen to an entire album in full until I'm done with my walk. And in the Texas heat, I consider that a next-level accomplishment for sure, no matter how early it is in the morning. Uh, but it's been great. This has been one of my things, like looking forward to, okay, the next Anthrax album for today. I made a point to not listen to more than one a day because, you know, I just want to be able to absorb it and not have to just so much move on to the next thing. So it gives me something to look forward to, and it makes the walks, of course, that much more enjoyable. you got to be listening to something when you're walking. If you're not listening to music while you're walking, then you better be with somebody for sure. <laughs> anyway, that all being said, uh, this album right here, man, God, just really gets the blood boiling in the best possible way. I consider this to be the greatest comeback album of all time. Uh, you know, along the lines of like Deep Purple's Perfect Strangers, I think it's even better than that. As great as that album is. My goodness, I'm digging a lot of holes here with fans, but uh, yeah, Worship Music. Not a better album title ever than that, right? Worship Music. Came out in 2011, and it was the return of Joey Belladonna after being gone from the band for, you know, close to 20 years. And the other thing that makes this album so great and, and a miracle that it's so great is that the band literally went through four different singers before Joey came back to the band. I give Joey a lot of credit because it didn't look good. You know, he looked like the last choice. But I got to say, any misgivings he might have had about the situation he was in, he definitely brought it and he brought that energy to his vocals on the album. This is the best album that Joey Belladonna has ever sang on. And, you know, I hear a lot of times where people's uh, feelings and attitudes and where they're at in their head when they make an album determines how much they love an album. If Joey said this isn't his best album, I wouldn't be surprised. But in my eyes and in my ears and opinion, it really is the best Anthrax album that Joey Belladonna has ever sang on. Uh, Worship Music is a Triumph. And like I said, the fact that it went from Dan Lewis to John Bush to Corey Taylor even at one point sang on it, and then Joey winds up singing on it. Uh, God, I mean, I just can't imagine. It took forever for this album to come out, and I'm sure they labored on it. I'm sure they re-recorded parts over and over again. And usually with an album like that, it doesn't deliver. Chinese democracy. Who said that? Uh, but this one does deliver. And they could have played this entire album top to bottom on the tour that they did for it, and I don't think anybody would have been upset. I'm sure, obviously, some people would have been upset. But they would have proven how great this album is because every song just kills on here. So it's hard and it's easy to pick a song because, you know, I can pick anything. So here you go. Closing off the ultimate two-part epic Rock Strikes 10 official Anthrax Rock and Rank special right here. Coming in, two-way tied for number one. But the current number one, really. Worship music. This is The Devil You Know.
closing off our ultimate rock and rank official anthrax catalog boogie down extravaganza that was the devil you know from the phenomenally perfect worship music album go get it yeah so a couple of nerdy notes about that album before we get out of here i do feel the need to make a public service announcement and let you know uh buyer beware uh, i actually got the vinyl for this and I was all excited because it was like orange and black and, and shit like that, the vinyl. But it's not two records. So the vinyl for this is really quiet if you get the one album version. I'm actually going to be getting the two album version and in hopes that the sound quality will be a lot better and a lot more improved. So, you know, for you vinyl guys out there and gals, uh, buyer beware on the vinyl unless it's a, a two. I'll get back to you on how their sound quality is on that, crossing fingers. And if you're a Spotify person, which, you know, I don't mind Spotify for previewing and a means to actually buy and support the music. Buy your music, don't rent it, and you should buy this album. But if you go down the Spotify route on this album, you are not going to get the great top-to-bottom album experience for this record. And for some stupid reason, even though on almost all the other records I've seen that have ghost tracks on it, they get separate tracks but they just completely deleted the last track entirely on the Spotify version. So don't, I, I can't recommend in any good conscience to stream this album on Spotify. It leaves off the last track, which is Revolution Screams going in to refuse new noise. Well, I talk about how great their covers are. The experience of listening to worship music for the first time on headphones, undisturbed, and being like, oh, there's still some more time on here. I thought this was going to be just a long song. There's some time in here, so kind of fast forward, fast forward on the iPod. And all of a sudden I hear the introing New Noise, which one of my favorite songs ever, this great Refuse song. And I'm like, oh shit, I read that they had covered that when Dan Nelson was in the band. I never thought in a million years that Joey would sing on it. And Joey does a great job on it. And as much as I love the original, it's nice to hear what the lyrics actually are in Joey's hands. Uh, so yeah, you really should get the actual CD or vinyl, like I said, that vinyl's good, for this album. That's the only way we're going to get it, because leaving off the last proper track is just inexcusable. I'm not even talking about the ghost track, but the last proper track, not even on there. So don't stream it. Buy it. Buy it for sure. Probably should have just played that song to represent it, but hey, you should buy it. I should leave something to the imagination for these two perfect albums especially, but get those top nine Anthrax records for sure. Feel free to go back and listen to these two episodes again to get your, you know, shopping cart in order right here. Represent the local stores if you can. Represent indie stores online if you can. Things such as that. There's uh, all the great indie record stores are online at this point. So, you know, give them some love before you go to Amazon. I understand it. But yeah, try, try to go local if you can. Anyway, that all being said, man, I really hope... You enjoyed going down the anthrax rabbit hole with me. I know I did. Send me some feedback, please. Send me your own list. You know, I, I don't care if you agree with me or not. You probably won't agree with me. I'd love to see your list. If you are a longtime friend of the show, go dive into the catalog. Get back to me. I don't care how long it takes, but send me your list. I'd love to hear it. Everything here is going to be during the outro here, which is in better hands with my better half, Nola. Stay tuned for her. And of course, the best damn outro song in the business. Take it away, Nola. We would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today. You can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. We are on Twitter at RockStrikes10, and the direct email is 
rockstrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have Rock Strikes 10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high-quality, soft-as-heck, next-level branded shirt and a button. Send us an email or direct message us for more details or to order. U.S. or APO boxes only. For now. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is cnjradio.com. You can visit this site for all of the episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going back all the way to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, please check out our other quality shows, including The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other, The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative, The Last Theater, starring Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure, Talking Rock, with Joey and the great Mark Striegel of Talking Metal, and the I Am Vinyl podcast with Pete LaRussa and occasionally Joey. Last but not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRussa and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun.